this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. In the beginning, before there was anything, God lived in heaven, but no one answered when he called hello. So we decided to make the earth, the sun, and the stars, and it turned out really good. Yeah, don't you know? Well, don't you know? Don't you know? In the beginning, God made everything, don't you know? He made the cuddly puppies, he made the frisky kitties, the bluest skies, grass on the ground, trees at the park. But then he thought, who can I share this with? So he made Adam and Eve, and that's where we all start. I'm glad you're joining us this week, and I'm pretty excited to be here because I've got some special guests, some musician guests, my people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I'm excited about this, and we're, we've already been talking for half an hour <laughs> about, about stuff, and uh, we're going to get into it here. So my, my special guests today are Brendan Parker and Eric Alexander, and when you see them together, they're Parker and Alexander, and they have a brand new album out that I'm really excited about. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But before Brendan and Eric became Parker and Alexander, they were, or are, I should say, they are Spaghetti Eddie. So guys, welcome to the Roots and Wings podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So, so that was, let's just, let's just identify your voices because you guys actually have the kind of the same sounding voice, believe it or not. So Let's get a little... So, say hello, Brendan. Hello, my name is Brendan Parker. There's Brendan. Hello, my name is Eric. (laughs) I I just thought if I spoke with an accent, it might help. Never mind. My name is Eric Alexander. I'm the the more mumbly, the more mumbly one. Yeah. (laughs) Eric is much more mumbly, that's for sure. That's good. Well, we'll we'll be able to... If you hear the mumbly one, that's Eric. And and the the clear speaking actor voice, that's... uh, that's Brendan. All right. Okay. All right. Well, guys, welcome to the Roots and Wings. I, I can tell this is going to be a good time. Well, listen, what I'd like to do before we get into the, the new record and into the music, I want to start with, if I could, I want to just ask you guys if you could just share just briefly um, 
kind of what your what your spiritual background was growing up, you know, in your family. So this, the Roots Wings podcast, uh, our byline is a conversation about faith, family, and parenting. So what was faith and family and parenting like for you as you guys were growing up? Eric's, Eric's got this knocked out for right now, I bet. Oh, well, um, I grew up in Southeast Oklahoma. And when, when I was younger, my, well, I guess all through my childhood, my parents uh, never took me to church and uh, we didn't, we didn't go, it just wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember in that small town, just thinking when you grow up in a small town and when you don't have any money, you end up wanting to, you want something different <laughs> at some point soon. And uh, I remember thinking, there's got to be something out there that gives you, you know, like some future hope for the future. And uh, I, I remember a couple of my friends had, I went to church and I just thought, whatever it is that they've got, I can tell they, they've got something in their life that's special, you know. And, uh, and I knew they had good parents. I, I, knew, I knew they had something that I didn't have. And uh, so I followed them to church. I rode, I rode my bicycle to church on my own when I was a kid, probably 10 or 11. Huh. And um, I, around that time, I think it was 1989, I decided that I, being a Christian was something I wanted to do. Hmm. So that is, uh, that's when I got baptized and I started mm-hmm. singing at church and um, <laughs> been, uh, been kind of basically doing, doing that thing ever since. Mm-hmm. I was baptized in a Baptist church, but mm-hmm. uh, I graduated from a Church of Christ University I lead worship at All Souls Episcopal and at a Baptist church, and so it's. I, I just love being a part of wherever uh, wherever the word is. Good answer. Uh, my spirituality is um, it's important to me, and I have a hit. A, I went to Catholic grade school and high school, and mm-hmm. Sunday school as a young child, and it's always been important to me. It 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 can go up and down in terms of how much it how much it's focused on and how much it's leaned on d- during certain times of your life so mm-hmm. especially with this record working on it i've definitely kind of reconnected with some things you know some hmm. feelings and thoughts and just kind of that s- stuff you 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 learn and and know how to register within yourself as a young person when you kind of enter that world so um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely it's there, and it we we do our part, and we have it our own kind of way in in um, terms of just what we do as a family and kind of the way we we pray and think about things. So yeah, it's, it's definitely important uh, as far as uh, mm-hmm. my my life is as well. Great, so that's it's awesome to hear. I just like to hear just sort of where the foundations are. Where, you know, just I'm just curious yeah. um, about that, and even the journey. Um, you know, a lot of people. You talk to they had something when they were a kid. They're maybe they maybe they were made to go to church or something, and they had it, and they really didn't it didn't stick, and they go off and into and then something interesting happens. They have children, <laughs> and all of a sudden something's like, wait a minute, I I'm, I want to care for my kids. I want to give them the very best, you know, healthiest, happiest life that I can give them as a dad, as a parent, and then that intuitively, I think we feel like, what about the spiritual part, you know? And if, if there's anything in there that you guys have been, had deposited in you, I kind of feel like that kind of comes back and you begin to say, oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. And it's interesting, Brendan, that you say when you begin to work with this record and the lyrics and sit with them, things were starting to mm-hmm. kind of light up or wake up or... Um, because I feel like those seeds are in there. They're, you know, they get sown into our lives as children, and I think they're, they become foundation stones for us. Like, like, you just, like you said, when times are hard, all of a sudden those foundation stones become real obvious because they're the only things that aren't shaken. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is, is, uh, can be crumbling. And I think people have, you know, people can tell you stories about different things like that. I think we're in a time like that right now, actually, where a lot of folks are, Kind of looking around and and they're they're realizing they need to draw on something a little a little deeper and a little, a little more uh, I don't know ancient than what maybe what they've known. Yes, true, true. And you know some of the some of the content on the album is a modern take and a modern feel on those same exact things. And maybe it's maybe it can reconnect someone else and down the road or or whoever listens to it. So I I agree with that. Absolutely. I, you know, my, you know, my feeling about, about faith and the spiritual walk that we do in our, in our, in our journey, you know, with God, I think it, it's supposed to be evolving. I think it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be changing. We're supposed to be growing in it, you know, and I think uh, it's okay for it to have a new feeling. Something new is happening. I think God is about new things and doing new things too. And so that's one of the reasons I love the, your record, because it's not, like everything you've heard, uh, the the songs are not the titles are kind of are, you know, and the, and honestly, to be honest, the, the artwork it, it looks, you know, kind of typical, mm-hmm. right? It almost looks like a kind of reminds me of a, a flannel, the old flannel boards, you know, when they used to put stuff up on flannel boards, the little shapes. Remember those things when you're vacation Bible school? So uh-huh. it's got it's got a I mean it's got a good look. I like the artwork. It's clean. You know, I really do. I like it. It has Thank a good you. feel for it. But I'm just saying, if you looked at the cover, you would not know the way the songs are coming across. You would not get it from the cover. But so don't, when you look at this CD, everyone, <laughs> don't, don't let the cover tell you something that it's not. Because I'm going to tell you there's more of that inside. The record is called All of Us, Bible Songs for Everyone by Parker and Alexander. So it feels like this was a project that kind of was... Came out, came about in in a sort of unique way for you guys. Would, would that be safe to say? That is correct. I think as, as compared to other projects you may have done in the past, right? Eric might have more experience with the way it if, the way it happened than me because what all the spaghetti stuff has been just in house me and then with Eric and that's it. There's been no other third party or fourth party or whatever. Right. No but collaboration, think, right? But well, Eric and I collaborate in a way, but I think this one was very much a three party system in terms of like. John is bringing the idea and the songs to the table in terms of lyrical form, and then Eric and I would put our our take on it with you know the the tone of the song and where it's going and all that. So yeah, the the collaboration was great though the way we did it. I think Eric and I had a blast doing it. We always have fun doing anything together for the most part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, John made it even better too because he was so hands off once he gave us the the lyrics and we could just. It was like a big lump of clay. We could just do what we wanted. That's right. really, that's really cool. What's John's last name? Kenny. And John is is John a musician or just John's just a lyricist or? John is a re- retired trial lawyer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He, and he wrote he, these songs for his grandkids, right? He that's did. What picked uh, up. He came up to Brendan and and I and talked to us about his grandkids and and how he had played them 
Spaghetti Eddie songs for years, and and we thought it was pretty neat. I mean, it's not like Brendan and I get to go and hang out places a whole lot just outside of work to begin with. But we mm -hmm. were at some Jimmy Webb event at a bookstore here in town, and uh, Jimmy Webb's written tons of, of songs over the years, kind of an Oklahoma music fixture, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, we get to hear him speak, and this guy comes up to us and talks to us, and we didn't really think much of it except for that it was really cool to have a guy that listen, you know, knows your music. And he had mentioned maybe something to us about the idea. Am I right, Brendan? Did he mention something that night about working together? He did. It was and, kind of a, like, a, I've got an idea, and I think you might be interested. I'm working on some songs. And, and we were both like, uh, we're never going to turn down the possibility of working on a project together and knowing it could be like something that, you know, for when yeah. someone else is involved, obviously it's going to be it's going to be fun-tristing, as some people say. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Nice. The record is called All of Us, Bible Songs for Everyone. Where did the, uh, the title come from, All of Us? Tell me about that. It is the song. It's a song on the album, but we kind of had, actually, and John was part of this kind of talking of, of what we were thinking, because in the age of the internet, in the age of everything being digital and streaming, just the name of something can either put you in a place where you'll be found or you get lost into a sea of other content, you know? So mm -hmm. we thought the original title of the album was called Spread the Word, Bible Songs for Everyone. But then we started doing some research and that, that phrase is attached to festivals and bands and other possibly albums or you know so we're like hmm and that might not work uh, we love the the idea of of the the phrase meaning what it means in terms of what we're trying to do with the songs and getting it out there and it, even spreading the word is a great way for a someone to write an article to say i'm you know we're spreading the word about this album so, but then we like we said we kind of researched and found some things that would be maybe confused with it so then we chose that song all of us because of the the what the song means and it just works well feeling very inclusive for everyone like you said it, it's it could be anybody that listens to these and it doesn't really it's not really geared towards a specific genre or mm -hmm. sound or age it's mm -hmm. so it's for all of us yeah. yeah good for all of us well you know i've got the track queued up it's track number eight and sure. when i was listening to the record beforehand yeah. I, I didn't get this far so i feel kind of dumb when i said so where did you come up with the title for the record and uh it's a song actually it's a title <laughs> song so silly me <laughs> feeling dumb here it is all of us <laughs> Never had a coulda, woulda, shoulda, wish I coulda kind of day A cruddy, fuddy, duddy, it's a bummer to feel that way Kind of day When things seem unfair Others feel just like you Do something to show you care And lift up the both of you It's true Can you teach a kid 
track of the CD, all of us. Um, I have to ask about that that one lyric about, did I hear cruddy, fuddy, duddy, day? What was that? How did that go? <laughs> yes, you did. That, a cruddy, that, fuddy, duddy. It's a bummer to feel that way okay. kind of day. Yep. Awesome. I liked it. I love that lyric. That was one of that's a that's a that is a if we were to start because Eric and I still have like when we write our when we write songs, we each have our styles, you know, and we know certain tone or a vibe and ha- working on these songs that was a john kenny like that was his he's a lyricist in a in a way where he's he's writing it very much for young minds but also it just worked out well and that our music can kind of cover all of the different like i said ageless or whatever you want to say so like yeah. it, that works in that song with that sound with that tone with those harmonies it just mm-hmm. it was just a funny it was a fun way to start a song, and that's what kind of kind of created the whole the groove of it. And uh, it was a it was a good song. I like that song. It's good. Well, you mentioned John Kenny, and let's let's talk about the, this record and just the collaborative parts of it and what came together. So, uh, Parker and Alexander are you guys, and mm-hmm. John Kenny. Tell us who John is, and tell us how John plays a role in this project. Uh. With John, John is a. I think he was a fan first, which is which is great. He's got grandkids. A, a fan of Spaghetti Eddie. Correct. He's a fan of Spaghetti Eddie, and he. Um, we met him at a book signing speaking event with Jimmy Webb, who is a Oklahoma musician, classic, mm-hmm. great, you know, amazing songwriter. And he, John, ran into us. I think he maybe recognized us because we'd played a gig and he'd been there, or maybe he'd seen us. We have a YouTube channel that has some music videos, so he might have seen us. And then we got to talking, and he, had, we had some mutual friends also. A guy named Jeff Wood who uh, knows John as well, and I know Jeff, and Eric knows Jeff. So we all kind of just started talking, and that's when he mentioned, "Well, I've got an idea for an album." And he he gave us each a a copy of his. He's kind of has a spoken word album, so there's music, and then he's kind of telling these. Western stories and tales of um, 
just a good, uh, very similar in lyrical content to what we do, except it was his own writings and his own, he created these new songs. But so that's kind of how we joined forces with him. And then it was a couple meetings and a couple phone calls and emails and then trying to figure out exactly what was going on. And then he sent us the first song. And that's when it really we're like, okay, we're doing this deal. Let's see how we go. Yeah. So when you were going into it with him, did you wonder, like, is it going to work? Or did he show you some lyrics right away and enough that you could say, yeah, yeah, there's something here to work with? Or when did you know this was that you that well, you wanted to do? It didn't take very long. And Brendan and I both have a, you know, history of being able to just make things, make something into a song. So uh, <laughs> when you're given lyrics and you're kind of given the freedom to, to do what you do, uh, which is what John wanted us to do. He wanted us to take these lyrics that he's made that aren't necessarily in the form of verse, chorus, bridge, chorus two, you know, tag. They were just words, you know, that told a story. But he bit, he never gave us any rules. Cool. I mean, so he just said, here's some lyrics, and, and I'm, I want it to sound like Spaghetti Eddie. So huh. that was really easy. So it's like, coming, um, it's like somebody coming along and giving you this huge load of great material to work with and saying, go build something, go create something with this. And that's a, that's yeah. a gift for certain. Yeah. I mean, usually when you're, uh, when you're given a project, uh, and I've worked a bunch in the commercial music world, you're given a bunch of stipulations. You have to meet certain criteria. It has to be a certain time, uh, you know, allotment. You're limited to 30 seconds or a minute. And, uh, and then you go back and forth. You send it to an ad agency and they change it. And, but not, not with John. He knew he, when he got them and they were the sound that he was kind of hoping for, uh, we moved on to another one, you know, and, uh, we got to make them the way we would make them if we written those lyrics ourselves. That's so awesome. it was kind of, it was pretty fun. That's great. Very free. So when the, so he gave you the freedom to really, they really, he just said, here's, it sounds like there were as much stories as they were songs kind of, but like kind of a, a, a completely formed thought perhaps, but obviously yeah. well-crafted in some senses, uh, you know, the, 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 Word choices, rhyme choices, I don't know. Uh, were, did you find some things there that were definitely things you could work with and that you felt like These, this is gold right here? Or I definitely, yeah, I think, definitely think John so. knew when he had a good line too. Yes. Brendan maybe can elaborate on that. You know? Yeah, John was. He let us know when one. Go ahead, say that again. He let us know when one line was had stuck out to him. Like, I want to get, this is the main message. You know, this is the main line. Good. He knew what was going to be the you know, the, the the breadwinner of the song or the main point or the thesis or whatever. Yes, I agree with that. And John was great with um, the way he did it. We, we, he presented, he would email us or I think he emailed everyone because we're all, we'd all have our jobs and kids and date, you know, all this stuff. So we can't really meet every time there's a new song idea, but he would send us an email that had the song and then we'd go through it or copy it and paste it into our phone or our notes section and start kind of picking which worked and which didn't. You know, this one, we don't need that line right there, and we don't want to switch that one with this one because it's a better rhyming scheme. It sounds more natural, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And some some we would just add our own lines. But the way he, he, he gave the freedom he gave us and the fact that he spaced them out over, this was a probably a year. Eric, how long do you think we worked on this? Was it like a year and a half? It was probably a year to year and yeah, a half. So yeah. he didn't give us 10 songs and was like, write all these songs. He'd give us a song, 
we'd work on it. He'd work on the next song, and then we'd show him the finished product of song one, and he'd be like, great, well, here's song two, or here's almost done song two, and then that's the kind of system we did. So we, huh. that's why I think Eric has said this before, is that the album has such a eclectic sound that because we weren't all trying to write 10 songs at once, it was like, mm. okay, this song, I'm feeling this, or that song yeah. should, you know, like... Um, Ten Commandments on there. It's real jazzy and cool, and Eric did all of that. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. words were there. I'm sure he moved some things around, but he, like, knocked that one out out of the park by himself completely. I'm not even on that song, which is so great, because that song is an intimidating subject matter, and it worked really well with John's lyrics and Eric's expertise on that. So, yeah, it was a great way to write an album. I don't know if that works in the real world, you know what I mean? Like, there's not usually an artist in a label work, and they probably want to get it done as quick as they can to save mm-hmm. money on all the things you do. But this one was a very easygoing project. It was great. Well, a lot of times when a band books the studio, they book it for, you know, a block of time. And then, yes. then there is, you're, you are under pressure to get it done. And so you, you're kind of all there. You're all in that same frame of mind for those four, five, six days, whatever it is, 10 days. So yeah, I can see where a lot of songs would kind of sound the same, especially if you're writing them, you know, in the studio, you know, yeah. as you're making the album, if the songs are being written, I could see where... There could become a there would be a sameness that would happen. So that's very interesting. Um, hey, let's let's listen to. Uh, can we listen to the Ten Commandments since you mentioned that one? Yeah, sure. God called Moses from up on Mount Sinai, above the clouds where the earth it meets the sky. Climb the mountain and leave the others behind. He had something important on his mind God wrote on stone tablets his Ten Commands There will be no changes and no amends Moses brought those big stone tablets down Sunday just the same Do not kill Lie or steal But follow these rules How good that it'll make you feel Love one another And love your God above We are all tied together By love Love your there is no other and don't forget to love one another just like we love our father and mother our sister and our brother worship only God above be true to the ones you love be happy with what you have and always care for your mom and dad keep sacred God's holy name and treat Sunday just the same Do not kill, lie or steal Follow these rules How good that it'll make you feel 
Ten Commandments song I've heard. Eric, you doing the lead on that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I ha- we hadn't ever done a song in this kind of minor key jazzy feel in Spaghetti Eddie. And so when I knew it was a real busy week that Brendan may not get to make it over to the studio on this song, I had this idea and I was just <laughs> like, dude, don't even come over. I've got it. You know? And he was like, what? Because <laughs> we said that kind of stuff before as a joke. <laughs> But this time I was serious. Um, anyway, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, Do you right. remember that jazzy Bare Naked Lady song that they did for uh, uh, Christmas once? I can't remember which one it was, but it gave me that feel. It was We Three Kings or something like that, right? The Ten Commandments, uh, the Ten Commandments song has my favorite lead part, lead uh, guitar part on the, on the album. And Eric, let's get to that. that. Eric let me did. get let me get to that. Is Eric playing that? Oh, he did. He played every single every single Eric, lick of this song. Well, let's let's get. It. We're going to talk about your music, where you guys are coming from musically. But Eric, so you're a multi instrumentalist. Sounds like you're a um, I am what I would call um, a, a jack of all and master of none. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, there's not one of those instruments I can just pick up and go to town on. You know, with and and, and as an right. improv artist or whatever. But I play drums uh, the most as far as an instrument goes. Mm-hmm. I'm a singer first and foremost, but the drums, I, I can hold my own, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, uh-huh. it was simple enough. Are you doing, the, are you playing the bass uh-huh. on that? You played all the instruments on that song? Is that a stand-up bass? It is, and honestly, it's been a while since we've done it, and I can't remember how I recorded it. Sometimes I, I use an upright <laughs> for real, and sometimes I use an upright yeah. that is uh, uh, fake and programmed, and then I use it, I use a bunch of different things to make it sound like I really you know, uh, crescendoed or plucked or, you know, went pizzicato or both. Well, that's cool. It sounds like you guys really mixed it up a little bit for this one, which makes it, uh, you know, part, part of, I think, part of the freshness of the whole thing. So how about, is there another one? Eric, you have a favorite one? Is there one that, uh, that sticks out for you that comes to mind as we, uh, as we're highlighting? The good, the good Samaritan, uh, was obviously another John Kenny lyric idea uh brendan did this one uh but my thought on my, what made it so fun for me was getting to produce a song that is usually just a uh it's so, it's so short of a story that it's usually just told a, a, in a, as a as something you would tell your 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 kid or or hey there's a good samaritan over there you know you see someone open the door for somebody or somebody just stop and and spend a little extra time to make something right or to do something that special that takes no time it's become a phrase but it's kind of fun to be able to actually address the whole situation in a three minute you know kind of pop song (laughs) you know or folk song however you want to call it
fact, yeah, the the background guitar little picking there, that is me, and I ne- barely ever do that kind of stuff. <sighs> I love these fun facts. Two important men walked by, didn't help, didn't even try, but then came a stranger from Samaria. Second fun fact, that xylophone that you're hearing, uh, I got out of the dumpster behind Edmund Music one time. A neighbor without comparison, a real humanitarian, a good Samaritan. That good Samaritan dressed the wounds and took care of him and carried the man to an inn. Left him some money, prayed for his new buddy, and it helped the man get well. This is a story that we tell The Good Samaritan, Good Samaritan A real humanitarian A neighbor without comparison A real humanitarian A Good Samaritan, Good Samaritan A real humanitarian A neighbor without comparison A real humanitarian A Good Samaritan and this song also is the one of the songs where Eric sings the bridge or whatever right here. So he's this is him. I'm not doing any singing on this part. Really cares who truly understands. Love your neighbor as yourself. Going to good Jesus compels. Be the one who really cares who truly understands. What it takes to be Samaritan, good Samaritan, a real humanitarian, a neighbor without comparison, a real humanitarian, good Samaritan, good Samaritan, a real humanitarian, a neighbor without comparison, a real humanitarian, a good Samaritan, good Samaritan. That's another one of our favorite little tricks is to drop the, drop everything except the acoustic guitar and vocal, and then right. come back in. That's a great. It's it's such a good sound. It though. is. I mean, it, it keeps you. It's a cool dynamic. It, as a Weezer, yeah. there's a. It is a little bit. Yeah, I love it's Weezer. Weezer too. Yeah, the kind of a Weezer sound to it. You guys, I've always thought that about Spaghetti Eddie, and now Parker and Alexander. Thank you. Fun fact number three. Yeah. This was one of the the first song we ever played live in front of everybody as far as off of this album. Wow. Ever. How'd it go? It went pretty uh, good. It went pretty good, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. Okay. For two guys trying to cover 16 parts, it went pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings up a good question. That's true. Well, how do you guys cover these songs? I mean, it's just the two of you. Do you use tracks or what do you do? Um, we don't use tracks. We just... We, we just make as much sound as we can. Brendan yeah. is obviously locked in to having to play the acoustic and do the lead vocal, which is a meat and potatoes of the thing already. Right. But I'm, I'm left with the drumsticks in my hand and to open my mouth as often as possible <laughs> without being obnoxious. <laughs> so I, I make sounds and I do as many backgrounds as possible to try to fill in the space Yeah. while, while playing. Yeah, well done, guys. Good song. And you know what, this song really, it kind of, um, it just really kind of supports what I think is the message of your whole record. Um, All of us. It's for all of us. This is for all of us. And we're for each other. And that's kind of 
that's kind of how the world is. It's kind of how the world's going to have to work around yeah. this pandemic. And on the other side of this pandemic, it's the only way it's going to we're going to come out of this is if people decide we're going to be for each other instead of competing with each other. You know, I just think that's maybe the timing of this record is incredibly. Maybe it's divine. Maybe you just don't know. Here's the thing. People are in a really tender place right now. People are feeling a lot of emotion, a lot of anxiety, just a lot of a lot of tenderness out there. And the things yeah. that are connecting with people now are um, are timely. I think it's timely stuff that people are putting out there. And and your record, and when I think about kids and families and and just the need that's there for some encouragement, or some calm, for some peace, for some something. There's this is I just think this is super timely and a super good time for this record to be here. So, congratulations, well done. Who sings bass on Noah? Uh, it, it it's probably me. <laughs> that's a, that's awesome. That, I love that. I love that. I love that addition. I love that vocal. I love that. It's more of a. Treatment. That's the thing we did though, Chip, and all through Spaghetti Eddie, because Brendan would leave me those songs, and I got to make them. <laughs> as ridiculous as I wanted to because he was gone. (laughs) And I was thinking when we first started making him like, I'm going to give him some stuff and he's going to say, ah, that's pretty funny. No, let's go back and do that again. (laughs) But uh, he he liked it, you know, and and that's one of the kind of character voices that would, that big operatic bass guy that sounds like a cartoon. Let's listen to to a little bit of that. Could we? Yeah. Oh, sure. been good like everyone should now go and build a giant ship out of cypress wood and no it did just as god asked and it was really quite a task and people thought he was a little cuckoo bad people laughed and sang saying where you going in that huge thing there's no water in your backyard you've been working way too hard Noah, Noah, what was it God told you, told you? He said it's gonna rain for 40 days and nights. You better build that ark and seal it tight. Noah, grab your family and all the animals you see and get ready for a long, long ride. But soon they laughed no more when the rain began to pour. The rain became a flood and covered the earth with the water and mud. Can we go outside? This has been a really long ride. Forty days and forty nights. That's a long time in an ark, right? Noah, Noah, what was it? God told you, told you. He said it's gonna rain for forty days and nights. You better build that ark and seal it tight. Noah, grab your family and all the animals you see and get ready for a long, long ride. Check on the weather and see what they find Maybe a green leaf of some kind He put a dove in the sky and let it fly And brought back a sign of life God made a promise then I'll never flood the earth again Then the water went down and they gathered round And said let new life begin Noah, Noah, what was it God told you, told you 
He said it's gonna rain for 40 days and nights You better build that ark and seal it tight Noah, grab your family and all the animals you see And get ready for a long, long ride So that's a fun one. I liked that one a lot. That's awesome. It was a good one. It's good. There's, <laughs> it's, I mean, every song, I, my impression, every song it just really draws you in. You guys have done a really good job crafting your songs with upfront hooks melodically and also lyrically um, and rhythmically. And so you you guys have loaded them with hooks. Obviously, you guys are understand hooks. <laughs> so I can tell you, they're, they're, there's they are very incredibly hooky. I mean, I listen, like I said, I listen to just uh, like I didn't listen to the whole, I haven't got a chance to listen to, but those songs are just, you know, you know, you got a song when it sticks with you to the point where you'd really like it to leave you alone, but it's still with you, right? We've heard that before, yeah. yes. Brendan's really good at that. You got to, I, I got to give Brendan a lot of credit for that because uh, the, the Spaghetti Eddie albums are the exact same way. I, there are, I mean, that's been 10 years of working together and there sometimes just for entertainment purposes, I will pull out one of those uh, volume one through five or look it up on Spotify. I'll listen the whole way through <laughs> and there's no kid around. You know, my kids are teenagers, you yeah. know? Uh, uh, so I'll just listen to it just because I like it. Well, I it, think it's important. You know? I really, when I started doing music for kids, I was pretty determined that I was not going to do music. I was not going to do kids. I'm using air quotes, kids music. I was going to just do music that I like to play and that I would like to listen to. You know, I feel I felt like that was important for me. Otherwise, I wouldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't take yeah. the, go this path because I kind of resisted it at first. I don't know if you guys did. But when it was happening, when it was opening up and it was happening, I didn't pursue it. It kind of pursued me. Um, and so, yeah, it was really important for me to not. And I've done the same thing. And so as a result, I think that it has helped uh, me be able to keep to have a little bit of a longevity about what I do because it's not just kids music. It's really music for everybody. It's yes. family. It's music yeah. for everybody. So. Yeah, bro. We, we've always been big on that too. Just to, that not, I think, I think you can, you can insult people by the way you speak to mm -hmm. them because people, people see and feel and they, they, they read your expression mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with music. Yep. You can insult a kid by the way you sing to them. You know, <laughs> uh, they're, they're smart. Yeah. Kids get it. Very intuitive. You know, Children so. are very intuitive. Um, I think you could fool you could fool adults a lot easier performing in something than you can with kids. Kids yeah. will see right through you, man. I mean, if you now, that was one thing that Brendan always did uh, from the from the beginning of working on uh, together is that. Uh, the songs always had real uh, structure, mm -hmm. you know. They, I mean, like a real song. Mm -hmm. You know, there was always a story. It was it. it you kind of were honed. It, it, you're pulled into the story at, at verse one, and then it builds. Uh, uh, and then, you know, you're given you're given a bridge that kind of kind of kind of takes you with all what the what the focal point was going to be, and then rounds out the story. I mean, like a real like a real song, mm -hmm. you know. And there are a lot of kids' songs that don't do that, right? You know, right. That, yeah. I, I think, you know, it's easy to go to the, um, for kids music, it's easy to go th to the, um, to the crazy zany thing, you know, cause, cause your kids will, kids will always respond to that, you know, the crazy zany yeah. thing. And I do it. I have some crazy zany songs, you know, I have some crazy zany moments and shows cause, cause I know that that works, but I also really like bringing it down to where there's a moment for moms and dads and kids to experience it together. 
And for that to happen, the, the music has to support that kind of thing, which is not crazy zany bouncing off the walls. It's listening. It's listening together. It's experiencing it together. I, I think that's so important, um, at least for me, as I'm presenting something to my audience, I really want them to go away with more than just a CD. I want them to go away with a, a whole bag full of moments that they had with their kids that will become memories that they'll share the rest of their lives. I think that's huge. And I, I know you guys are doing exactly that same thing too. And I just want to applaud you and tell you, you know, awesome job. And I'm really excited for people to hear the new record. Hey, let's talk about Spaghetti Eddie, could we? Um, th- that when did Spaghetti Eddie start? What year did what happen? What, tell us about that. Uh, 2010. And I will say this in your last comment: "Bag full of moments." Album title. We're gonna get that written somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Bag full of yeah. moments. Uh, Spaghetti Eddie started in a, a similar to what you're saying. It kind of for me, it's a little different because I didn't have any pr- music. Like I wasn't in a band, and then. We did the kid stuff, and I had to quit the the big boy band or whatever. I was just a musician, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, my well, some of our friends asked me to be the godfather to their to their daughter, and I wrote just some silly songs for that reason, just as a present in a way, you know, like literally just burn them on a CD. And mm-hmm. I gave them to gave them to them, and they liked them, and they kind of showed some other friends, and they liked them too, and they were kind of encouraging us, me, to finish writing. More, or write more songs. They, there was no album in the idea either. So that's when it kind of hit me to like, okay, we'll see how where we go with this. And I worked hard. And um, it's been so long, though, since those, the first kickoff of those, you know, that album of all of the ones we've done together, Eric and I, would be considered, in my mind, the kiddiest of them all. Like uh, the sound and some of the content. Still, we, we still play songs from that album in all of our shows. And uh, we those are though the first album songs are requested more than any other album also, um, but like as we got as I got more comfortable doing what I was doing and people were asking for more music that was the thing it's like oh you want to hear these songs okay now let's see where we can go and that's when Eric and I started doing it more all live instruments in studio stuff and and you know actually really trying to craft good music and that's when mm-hmm. it, that's when a pattern developed and that's where we just kind of kept going cool and so when you guys came together how many albums have you done at Spaghetti Eighty Five. We've done five. five. And it was 2010 you, that you started. Um, so, Eric, when, when, uh, let me, I'm just trying to think back. The, you guys met, and Brendan came f- to do a record, do, do a recording. You were- he came to do a single in my studio. And I, okay. I it was just random. Uh, I can't remember who. Who was the friend that passed? It was Ryan Seiler, my buddy Ryan, uh, who I'd played who played guitar with me uh, quite a bit over the years. Uh, I think sent me uh, what was like just your information or something. There's this guy that wants to record with you. Um, yeah, when he came, I I, I I just it was you know I was used to I, I worked mainly on commercial music. I just thought, who is this guy? <laughs> You know, Brandon was making first impressions. I'd never met him before, so we didn't have any the rapport we've had for a decade. Uh, but he started telling me about the Spaghetti Eddie uh, idea, and, and I remember at first I thought, well, this is interesting. Well, Sp- <laughs> the name, the name Spaghetti Eddie came from a song, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the songs on the first record, okay. Spaghetti right. Eddie. And uh, Brendan had already done most of his homework. You know, he had... Uh, he. He had programmed instruments in GarageBand, and 
he had put together this budget and I'll never forget it, it was $1,500. And he said, Eric, what can we do for $1,500? And I thought, well, we sure as heck can't make a record, that's for sure. <laughs> but what we can do is we will take everything you've got in GarageBand and we're gonna have some fun with cool. it. And that's what we did. We I imported it all into Pro Tools and uh, one song at a time, we figured out what things were catchy and what things seemed to identify with kids and kept them. And then anything that needed to be redone, like the main vocal and, 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 and or a bass or something like that, we'd go and do some overdubs on it. And that's how the whole first record was made. It's the favorite thing I get to do when I have the time to do it. So other than that, it's um, we, I think we covered the inception and then how the how the music is created which is we again we have a blast pretty much all the time when we get to do what we get to do so it feels yeah. great how many shows how many shows a year roughly do you guys play what do you think um well we've been doing some library tours the last few years where they you know they throw eight shows at you over two or three days and you do sure. that you know three weeks in a row so there's some months we'll play 25 30 shows on or there might be a you know one or two gigs one month. So it's it's very like, ooh, but I'd say probably on the average, maybe 30 to 40 a year. This year yeah. has been different, obviously, I'm, because I, of things. I would, I would, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> oh, no. I think, we do, I think we do somewhere between 50 and 60 a year. Okay. Okay. Because we will put, there is a month, Chip, where we play 30 every year. Sure. And, and, uh, and that and, tends and, to be then, kind of seasonal with like libraries. It'll do like a lot of summertime reading programs, things like that, right? Right, right, right. Yes, you got Same it. Same for us. Which is fun. We have a blast when we do that stuff. So you guys are, well, obviously you're working day jobs. And uh, Brendan, you were sharing with me about your, yours and your wife's business. You guys are, you have your own business that you're running there. Eric, you're doing uh, voiceover work, jingles, work in your studio. Now your business is close within your home too. So you're both basically self-employed. So your schedules are your own, sort of, because I know you got to run a business too. So you're able to be flexible somewhat probably. Yes. Yeah, it's great being your own boss. Yeah, that allows sure. you. It's the same on, on my end. Yeah, great being your own boss. I heard that. <laughs> Look what you said. That was such, such I, happiness. Did you yes, hear that great. too? I heard that too. I heard a little <laughs> inflection of something. But it great can be great. I don't think I meant, I didn't mean anything. <laughs> I guess I just must be, internally, I must be more happy about that well, maybe, than I thought. Maybe it's because, maybe it's because Brendan and I are, are also our own bosses and we kind of heard something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're feeling well, it too. Well, this time, listen. Well, I'm just going to say uh, these. This is unprecedented where we're at now. You know, people that are self-employed running their own business. I mean, we. I don't. You know, I have no idea what's ahead. Especially being doing some do, somebody who does. I make my living basically playing for groups of people. Guess what's not right. out there anymore? Groups yeah. of people. That's yeah, true. and that's, that's kind of. Um, so you know what I'm doing. Um, um, this is what I'm doing. I'm, 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 I'm bringing, uh, I'm working in the digital space, I guess. That's kind of where, where I've focused my energies. And um, I've started doing these live, live stream things, um, which have been pretty interesting. Have you guys looked at that or explored that for what's ahead for Spaghetti Eddie? We're going to have to, but we haven't yet. Right. Uh, is it, I've, <laughs> it may end up being a necessity. Yeah, it may, but, may be. It's a weird time for us it's very weird when this first happened chip uh, uh, and i i've talked to brendan and i have talked throughout this even though we haven't really seen each other but like one time you know we're trying to exercise uh, 
you know, the social distancing with everybody else. But uh, yeah. I told Brendan and called him through this, like when it first started, my wife's a professional musician too. She's a violinist and we both play for uh, a couple of Christian artists at churches. And, and those have become part of our regular income. And you don't really think about them as much as they are as being part of your livelihood until they're gone. And uh, we, we did the math. And I think within the first week uh, of all the cancellations and things, and it's somewhere between $10,000. I mean, a family that is making musician salaries already, but we lost 10 grand pretty immediately. And we thought, and at the, at what was funny is I'm kind of laughing a little bit now at the fact that I was so worried because I realized that whatever we're doing right now is sort of what we were already doing before. <laughs> you know, every, I mean, and I told her, I said, you know, God, uh, it works in funny ways because, um, you know, right when you start worrying about something, I kind of usually get a wake up call like, hey, by the way, uh, I've been taking care of your dumb self for the better part of 41 years, you know, when you were good at nothing and, uh, you know, you didn't really work for a corporation or anything. So I think you're going to be okay. And sure enough, it's been okay. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, that's really interesting. And I appreciate that so much. And that encourages me too, Eric. I it really does. Cause I'm with, I'm with you. I have, I had a full schedule. I had, you know, everything's on the calendar. My daughter, Brittany, who's the co-host is also my booking agent. She has, she's really good at it. Um, and, but everything, everything just, because where do I play? I play churches, schools, libraries are the yeah, three. Everything that's closed. Primary no, venues, no. right. But you, you know, I'm with you. Uh, I think Brendan, may, maybe you said earlier, we were talking about self-employed business, boss, own boss, and there's a lot of sleepless, a little bit of some sleepless oh, yeah, nights, definitely. kind of waking up in the night and feeling your heartbeat. And uh, I'm with you there too. But hey, it does feel good to accomplish something as your own boss and, sure. and say, boom, I did it. I yeah. got through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for the next version of it, you know? So Absolutely. it has, it. it's a learning experience. Every, it, I feel like I'm learning stuff all the time. Oh, me too. You know? oh, it me could be too. another 20 years of this and I'm still yeah. figuring something out, I'm how to make something. We're hustlers. We're we hustle. You know what I mean? We're hustler. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> you know. It's the truth. It's the, the truth. truth. It's the truth. Hustler. <laughs> I, I think the good thing about where we're at, you know, where we where where we're positioned at this point is that, um, you know, our parameters are whatever we put there. You know what I mean? In terms of what we do with our craft and with our creativity, and I just feel like because um, I really do think like this, you know, when you when you're forced to do something and you, there's pressure to do something that you're not used to doing, it it can bring out the best in you if you if you let it if you have an attitude and say okay I'm gonna let I'm gonna let God work whatever God wants to work in me through this you know this is hurting me this is painful but yeah. you know joy comes in the morning it's mm -hmm. uh, as scripture says and so there's the sense that God is with us close to us in the midst of this very close to us not not necessarily you know stopping it but not leaving us alone in it. And I guess that's that's my feeling, or that's my sense that I have as I'm spending time meditating in the midst alone. of this thing. Spending time alone, alone a lot of that, which is also interesting. A lot of people are just diving down and getting within themselves, which is 
probably a much needed thing in the world we live yeah. in, especially with how everything is so fast moving and content driven. And, you yeah. know, you, you do a lot of this, you know, just things scroll past you, <laughs> your, people's lives and stuff. It's so people yeah. are kind of being able to, like, center themselves a little bit more. Yeah, good word. Center yourself. Taking stock. We did an episode a few weeks ago called Reset. And I, my our, my observation was just looking around, at, listening to people's stories and talking to people. And it, this is a really good time for everybody to kind of have a reset. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know how your computer can just like it'll work and it'll work and you and, and you're using it and you're using it, but it's just something about it is really. And the more it goes, the the more goofy it gets, yeah. and the more odd yeah. that it is, and the more. Um, the more dysfunctional it is. And at a certain point, we just have to turn it off and yeah. turn it back on. Yeah. And suddenly, it's amazing. It's like a new machine. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's magic. It's bogged down, like, just like those hard drives. Truly. And so it's like the entire world is, is getting an opportunity to have a reset. And I, and I know not at all minimizing... You know, I just say this to the listener. I'm not minimizing anyone's suffering or anyone's hardship because I recognize that is real and true. And I want to, I want to share, I want to share that too. I want to share that with people, you know, that are, that I know. And I want to be, you know, a help and a support in ways I can. But um, so, yeah, I'm looking for the good though. I'm looking for the good that's going to come out of this. I have to do that. Otherwise, I don't know that I could get up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, guys, is there anything else on the record? Any other song that you guys would really love to play or talk about? No, I mean, again, we. I, I like all the songs. I, I think everything you showed and we listened to were, were good. That was a good uh, kind of snapshot of what this album is. Good representation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. different sounds, different tempos, different genres. We all kind of covered, which is... Um, which is, I think that's also part of the all of us feeling as well. It's not, it's not all just one specific style of music. It's a lot of ecle- eclecticness yeah. going up and down. So it's fun. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And, and I'll just say this to the listener. It's, it's, it's a, there's a variety of, of styles, but there is also a common thread. There is, there is the Spaghetti Eddie uh, vibe yes. in there uh, that you guys definitely have left your mark. And so if, 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 we have a list, listeners out there who, if you're familiar with Spaghetti Eddie and you like their music, then you're going to like this album too. If you don't know about Spaghetti Eddie, well, you need to find <laughs> out about Spaghetti Eddie because I think you're going to like it. And, uh, and, and then you need to find out about the brand new album from Parker and Alexander called All of Us, Bible Songs for Everyone. Um, where, where can folks get this record? They can get it at all... I, I assume all the streaming services, uh, iTunes. We have CDs at our on our website, which is thespaghettietti.com or parkerandalexander.com. They go to the same place, which was fun. So you can peruse all of our catalog Great. that way. And uh, we got yeah, YouTube that's stuff. The best there place too. to get it right there. Yes, the, the website, website. The website is the best place to get your digital downloads and your physical copies. So go for it. Great. Well, you know, we'll put uh, links to your sites and where people can get the music in our show notes. We'll also put links to um, where they can check out Spaghetti Eddie website and and records that you have from back then too, and digital downloads as well. Anything else that you guys want? Any parting thought that you want to... Uh, we really appreciate the interest in, in the new album and the 
timeliness of the content seems to be appropriate. So we just hope people just enjoy it, use it, maybe have it as a tool to go through some stuff that, you know, like you said, people are just going through things right now that they need a little bit of guidance or faith or, or a little bit more, you know, yeah. pep in their step. Yeah, something to, to get them yeah. through stuff. And I, we think this this album and all of our music in general is a good way to do that. So we, uh, we're very thankful and happy that we're able to do this kind of stuff. Uh, I agree so much. Eric, any thoughts, any parting comment? Well, I mean, I, we, we kind of touched on a couple of subjects that were kind of near and dear to both of us, I guess, during this whole deal. But I mean, I think just the main thing uh, I keep thinking about, especially with all the stuff that we're dealing with right now with watching uh, something that seems to make us anxious and scared and it's just to realize that uh, that some of the best things that have happened in our lives, especially for me personally, the best things that have happened in my life have come from the results of something that didn't feel so great. And, uh, mm. uh, and, and I, I seem to have somehow made it through every one of those circumstances and uh, and there have been there have been so many of them and you look back and you realize and and, and laugh and smile and you re- and you you can see you can see the light at the end of the tunnel that you couldn't see when you were right in the middle of the present you know and uh, I think uh, I right. I just think that uh, you know we got a lot more stories to tell and I love that God has uh, somehow used us to be able to uh, do this and it's such a blessing to be able to play sing music and um, I hope we can just keep doing it and growing um, not only as as people but to, to just grow as musicians and and keep making something that means something to people good well guys thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast thanks for I feel like I've made two new friends tonight you have, and, yeah. uh, you're still on the fence ship I hope <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, I like you the best. Surely. No, I like I like Everyone you both, and I really. Pre- I'm sorry, Eric. I like you both. I like you both, boys. And I, I tell you what, I appreciate I appreciate your hearts. Uh, I don't know you well, but I feel like maybe we'll talk some more. Yeah and share some more together. I hope so. Yes, please. Yeah, for sure. And Chip, good luck in everything that you're doing as well, my friend. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. I appreciate it. Listen, um, we'll stay in touch with you and we're going to, we'd like to hear more about what's going on, how things are going. You know, all three of us, we're, we, we don't know what the future holds, but let's keep talking. And if you guys are okay, I'd love to have you back on the podcast. We'll just check in with yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe say, sure. how you doing? We're in. We, we don't, I don't like turning down any kind of uh, invitation to talk of things that I enjoy doing and, and, and other people. So I'm in like Flynn. Just let us good. go. Sweet. That's so good. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to this podcast. This has been fun for me, a really special time to just share with some kind of uh, people from the same cut of cloth, I feel like. Uh, these guys are, we, we, we are kindred spirits in a lot of ways, and I hope you've picked up their heart. And I do want to encourage you to check out the new CD, and uh, I, I just believe you're going to love it. Your kids are going to like it. It's going to be a great resource for your family. Um, all of us, Bible songs for everyone, Parker and Alexander, the links will be in the show notes. And as always, if you have a comment or question, if you want to know 
something more about what you heard today on the podcast, you can email me, Chip, C-H-I-P, at chiprichter.com. And you can email Brittany, B-R-I-T-T, two T's, A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. And again, the links for all that is in our show notes, too. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you, guys. Say goodbye. Bye, Chip. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.